Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you would wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022, you could join us live. My name is Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. When you're first starting out with that TR90 program, that's your good lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible. If not, do take it with your meal. still will work, not quite as synergistically and effectively as it could if you were taking it beforehand. And just a second, I've got to take care of a quick message. And okay, there it is. Um, so seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. They will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. And that fiber helps with satiety as well as um, as well as uh, good digestive health. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that good digestive health. Getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is optimum, but do the best you can and slowly build up to it in case you need it. And 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And if you're exercising heavily, you'll need to make sure that you're staying well hydrated. And the current formula for hydration these days is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're exercising heavily, then you'll need to increase that to offset, which will be losing in body moisture, because heavy exercise will lose about a quart in an hour, so stopping every 15 minutes or so to drink eight ounces of water is highly recommended to stay well hydrated. Yes, you can get some of your moisture from food, but um, do be aware that you could be getting very dehydrated. With that being said, today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the rest of your life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And today I'm sharing some information about soy and why soy should be included in as part of your TR90 program. It has phytoestrogens, plant-derived omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin E, B vitamins, which include thiamine, riboflavin, and B6, iron, potassium, folate, magnesium, selenium, saponins, 
phytate, phytoesterols, lunacin, and an excellent non-meat protein alternative. Sidekicks in form of soy are tofu, soy milk, soy yogurt, soy nuts, edeame, tempeh, and miso. Try to eat at least 10 to 15 grams of soy protein daily, which is 30 to 50 milligrams of isoflavin daily, and not from isoflavin fortified foods. Soy is perhaps the most misunderstood superfood when it, while its health benefits are undeniable, the controversy surrounding the relationship between soy and breast cancer has been appeared the value of this extraordinary food and has made some people nervous about regular soy consumption. I can reassure you that soy is safe and a healthful food when eaten in the whole food form. Information about health effects of soy supplements is less clear, so Dr. Pratt advises his patients to stick with soy in the whole food form. There's no question that soy is a health-promoting food, while soybeans have been cultivated in China for more than 3,000 years. Interest in soy has become relatively recently to the West. Today, the United States is responsible for more than a half of the world's soybean production. We now have a vast body of research that has demonstrated that the value of soy as a healthy food has created a continuing interest in soy and all of its varieties. The power of soy rests in its benefit as an excellent protein food, its level of essential fatty acids, its supply of vitamins and minerals, its rich supply of fiber, and its health-promoting isoflavones and other phytonutrients. Regular consumption of soy has been associated with reduced cholesterol and larger and less dangerous LDL cholesterol particles, reduced blood pressure, reduced risk of cancer, cancer risk, including breast, prostate, and colon cancers, better management of diabetes, reduced proteinuria or protein in the urine in people with kidney disease, lower risk for osteoporosis. Side note, in 1999, the FDA allowed soy food manufacturers to make health claims on their packages. They are able to state that soy protein, when included in a diet low in saturated fat and cholesterol, may reduce the risk of coronary heart disease by lowering blood cholesterol levels. So one of the great confusions about soy has to do with the isoflavones. Soybeans are are the best known source of these compounds, which act like antioxidants as well as estrogens. Two of the isoflavones in soy, genistein and diazidine, reduce the risk of coronary heart disease, mitigate hormone-regulated cancers and other conditions, and decrease the ability of tumors to grow new blood vessels. Preliminary evidence suggests that the genistein decreases the growth of the new blood vessels in the retina which can lead to vision loss from age-related macular degeneration. 
the confusion about health benefits of soy stems from the fact that many people want to take shortcuts and rely on soy products and supplements. Some research suggests that not only is the cancer-preventing ability of the soy foods greatly reduced in these supplements and processed foods, but indeed, these foods can stimulate the growth of pre-existing estrogen-dependent breast tumors in mice. On the other hand, abundant research evidence this that demonstrates that soy in the form of whole foods can be beneficial. Indeed, soy as a food that has been shown to reduce the risk of breast cancer, another study show, has shown that consuming the amount of soy phytoestrogens that would be eaten when soy foods are included in a diet in women, about 120 milligrams a day of isoflavones, does not increase the risk of breast or uterine cancer and appears to be protective. Once again, Mother Nature has provided a product that is more effective and much safer than those produced by man. The complex mixture of bioactive compounds that acts synergistically in soy to promote health is found only in whole foods, and I re recommend sticking with minimally processed whole soy foods. The question does remain whether soy is safe for breast cancer survivors. The most recent expert recommendations from the American Cancer Society provide that the following counseling regarding soy during and after cancer treatment. Because soy has been associated with estrogenic effects in some studies, the safety of consuming high amounts of soy from supplements or a soy-rich diet remains unclear. Consumption of up to three servings per day of soy foods, soy milk, tofu, etc., are considered moderate and has not been associated with a specific benefit or harm in breast cancer survivors. I recommend, and that's Dr. Pratt speaking, that women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer consult with their health care provider about the safety of consuming soy foods, foods products in their individual cases. So the USDA, in collaboration with the Iowa State University, has compiled a list of isoflavin content of soy foods. The values are expressed in milligrams per serving of food, and the foods are listed in descending order of isoflavin content. So you have your soybeans that are dried, but once they've been rehydrated and cooked, one cup of those has 298 calories, 15 grams of fat, and 95 milligrams of isoflavones. Soybean sprouts, a quarter cup, 171 calories, 9.4 grams of fat, and 57 milligrams of isoflavones. Soy nuts, a quarter cup, 194 calories, 9.3 grams of fat, and 55 milligrams of isoflavones. Tempeh, four ounces, of, which is a serving, is 226 calories, 8.7 grams of fat, and 50 grams, milligrams of isoflavones. 
soy flour, full fat, one-third cup, which you can be adding to your, uh, in addition to your regular flour for various different things, both boost the protein content, uh, 121 calories, 5.7 grams of fat, and 49 milligrams of my, uh, milligrams of isoflavones. One cup of soy milk, 81 calories, 4.7 grams of fat, and 24 milligrams of isoflavones. Ediame, which is your raw soybean that's been cooked, usually steamed, four ounces, 160 calories, 7.3 grams of fat, and 16 milligrams of isoflavones. So just keeping that in mind that that might be a benefit to you. There are a host of specific reasons to get soy into your diet, but one excellent reason is that soy is a valuable protein alternative to animal protein. A half cup of tofu provides 18 to 20 grams of protein, which is 40% of the daily requirement for most people. The amount of tofu also provides 258 milligrams of calcium, more than a quarter of our daily needs, and 13 grams of iron, 87% of a woman's daily need and 130% of a man's daily need. Here's a comparison of the percentage of protein by weight of a few foods. Soy flour is 51% protein. Whole dry soybeans are 35% protein. Fish is only 22% protein. Hamburger is only 13% protein. And whole milk is just 3% protein. So boosting your protein intake isn't in and of itself a goal. The more important aspect of soy is, a pro pro as, is as a protein source that doesn't contain many of the undesirable components of other protein sources in our diet. In particular, saturated fat, but also includes hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, and other negatives. Finally, even though soy offers the highest quality protein of any plant food, it's low in calories. Indeed, tofu has the lowest known ratio of calories to protein in any plant food, save mung beans and soybean sprouts. Soy's benefits goes beyond not being meat, it has long been recognized for having the beneficial effect of blood cholesterol levels. And I think I'm going to stop there for today. And uh, at the top of the hour, just go over to Facebook, One Team Global Live. One of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business or what's going on in the new skin world. This is Susan Mann for Monday. May 8th, 2023, signing out. I'll be back tomorrow, and we'll be talking about soy and your thyroid. Hope you have a great day. I'm going to take this off mute so that you can um, share any thoughts or comments you may have.
So there we have it, my friends, why it's important to get soy into your diet. Hopefully you found that beneficial. I know I certainly did, and it's always a good reminder. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I am going to release this, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. And we'll have Frank up on Friday, on Thursday rather, not Thursday, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday. Frank will be here Wednesday.